Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, and welcome to Supergirl TV Talk, the podcast devoted to the CBS TV show Supergirl. I'm Frank, and with me, as always, is my mother's evil twin, Tim. I look nothing like your mother. I've actually never met your mother, so I really don't know if I can make that statement to be true. Just because you remind me of Astra so much. Am I that much? I am a very tall, beautiful, middle-aged woman. That is true. That is true. She's not middle-aged. I'm very tall. She's before middle-aged, trust me. What is middle-aged now? Does that change? Because people probably because people live, live longer. longer. So, so I would assume middle? that middle age actually extends further out. Yeah. This is an interesting question that has nothing to do with this show. None whatsoever. No. You are drinking a cocktail, my friend. I am drinking a cocktail. We are having ourselves a little a little uh a little uh, a little beverage, a little adult beverage whilst we talk some supergirl. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Um so get ready for rowdiness. <laughs> Not really. It's going to be a fun, fun time. episode. Yeah. Uh, shall we start with some follow up? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Tell me, tell me things. Yeah, we had lots of emails uh, again this week. Um, thank you again, all of you amazing listeners. It's great to hear from all of you. Send us your feedback at supergirltvtalk at gmail.com. Uh, like Scott did. Scott is our buddy from the Suicide Squadcast. Great, great mm-hmm. podcast about DC. Uh, uh, enter- uh, entertainment and kind of the, the broader DC expanded universe. Indeed. Uh, and Scott says this episode was stronger than the pilot. Uh, he, he's talking, of course, about episode two, right? So we're following yeah. up on episode two. <laughs> it's stronger. Stronger. Stronger <laughs> together than the pilot. Uh, much better pace. Perfect doses of plot and character in a 60 minute episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprised to see how in this universe, Kryptonite is apparently super secret, right? Because Kara didn't, Kara didn't know about it. I'm going to call her Kara like so many times. <laughs> I'm going to keep calling her Kara and I'm going to keep saying and Jimmy I'm, Olsen. And I'm going to call you Cat Grant every time there, you do it. There you go. Exactly. And you should. I deserve it uh, until, until I shake the habit. But, um, Surprised to see that Kryptonite is apparently super secret. Nobody seems to know about it outside the DEO, except he assumes Superman. Uh, even the other Kryptonians are surprised by his existence, right? Because Astra was, was surprised she didn't know where it came from. Right. Um, love Aunt Astra having an Edna moment. Darling, no capes. <laughs> um, he actually wrote that in. Uh, <laughs> and I uh, was surprised that Astra revealed herself so soon, but definitely got a General Zod vibe off of her. I have to agree with that. Yeah, you know, I didn't expect the face-off to happen that quickly. I didn't either. But um, it definitely, she did feel sort of like, you know, I am your leader. Kneel before Astra. Well, she is their she leader. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but our leader. Like, she's acting like, you know, okay, I'm taking over Earth. Just move over. This is me. This is my oh, thing. Oh, leader. Mm, right. Oh, that claw. Mm-hmm. Thanks for I was going with that. Yeah. Yep. Because they're both back. aliens. Got your back. Okay. Uh, however, she was talking to that mystery man at the end who Scott assumes is non. Um Yes. And, and we did have a couple. Of, someone did point out to us that the credits verify that is actually not. Oh, really? Yeah the 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 one we should see, not the one off screen. Yes, I was referring to the one off screen. Yeah. Oh, we should follow up on that too. So yes. So so we we later looked back, Tim and I, and realized that we were both right because yes. there was the guy you could see, and there was someone off screen who I had forgotten about. She talks to another voice off screen. Oh, so, right. Right. So the guy you can see is non. Right. But the guy you can't see is unconfirmed. I was referring to the the guy you the can't see, screen. and you were referring to non. Right. Okay. Okay. This and is you, good. I'm, yeah. We're never both right. I, so. I, I, it's very rare. Usually one or the other. Um, <laughs> Scott goes on to say, DEO knows about the virtues of solitude? Question mark. Uh, Henshaw's eyes glowing red. That's obviously one that we're still mulling around, and we still get it, and we get again, and and we got again this week. Right. Um, show has me hooked even more. Up, up and away, Scott. So thanks, Scott. 
Um, yeah, the the red eyes thing. I guess we'll talk about that more. I have some more. I have some more thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Um, do they have to do with Martian Manhunters and Oreos? Uh, Andre wrote to say he can't believe they outdid themselves <laughs> in episode two um, after such a great pilot. Um, obviously, everyone loves the chemistry between Kara and James, mm-hmm. and uh, the concept of trying to break out of her cousin's shadow. Something we also saw again this week. Obviously, so mm-hmm. um, that was something that that. You know, it's still being sort of talked about online. I think there's a lot of conversation. I think there will be a lot of conversation about it, um, you know, in the, in the, the coming weeks. Um, but, yeah, overall, um, we seem to have a lot of a lot of great feedback from uh, from a lot of people. So thank you guys so much. Um, another another email from Jesse. Uh, one interesting thing I noticed to speak is that James Olsen knows Superman's secret identity, right? You mentioned mm-hmm. right. last week that, that it was uh, Clark. Right. Uh, I mentioned it casually. seemed like a big deal to, 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 to Jesse. Um, is this something that's standard in comics now? It's not something I remember ever happening, but as noted above, um, Jesse says that his knowledge of current Superman canon is, is pretty zero. Um, right now, um, spoiler alert, if you don't want to know this, cover your ears about current, uh, blah, blah, what's going blah. on in the, in the uh, current Superman know. canon. Boy, but, I do know. Uh, Jimmy does know and, yeah. in fa- and so it started with, with Jimmy found out, and then actually pretty quickly after that, um, Clark's identity, identity became totally public. Right. So um, that's what's going on right now. Jimmy definitely knows. Um, right. But that is well, somewhat the, rare. Their dynamic, yes it is, but their dynamic in the comic right now is that Jimmy's pretty much Clark's only friend. His only friend, yeah. With, he's kind of an outcast. Basically, he's basically got Lois and Clark. I mean, Lois and Jimmy. Uh, and he's yeah, kind of yeah. an outcast, and so he's Jimmy Olsen is Superman's best friend and Clark's best friend because they're one and the same. So Jimmy Man's pal, Jimmy Olsen, right. Jimmy Man's, Jimmy, Jimmy Man's pal, I'm, I'm, yeah. Wasn't going to call you out, Jimmy on Man's it. pal, Super Olsen, yeah. Superman, mm, this, uh, this drink's already getting to <laughs> you've me. You've had two um, sips, I've had, yeah, exactly. You've had two, two sips, yep, two yeah. sips, no more, no less. Uh, thanks to all of you guys though for sending us your thoughts. Um, you know, if you want to have your emails read in the show every week. Uh, we'll be reading them, supergirltvtalk at gmail.com. If you want to hear your, your emails read, uh, we can't read them all on the air, but we do read them and respond to many of them um, via email as much as we can. So thanks to all of you guys, and uh, keep them coming. Keep them coming, and we will keep reading them. Um, shout out to Corinne, who uh, we read one of her emails last week, and um, she wrote back again and again and kept saying, like, hey, you know, I'm going to be writing these sort of recaps every week of, uh, of new episodes. So, you know, if you want to read them, go ahead. And uh, I just wrote back to her and said, you know, we were maybe why don't you just write them as blog posts for our website and we'll publish them every week. Um, and so if you go to SupergirlTVTalk.com right now, um, you will see uh, reviews of episodes one and two. And possibly by the time this is up, maybe episode three as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but there will be an episode three uh, review forthcoming. But yeah, Corinne writing these great reviews. Um, she's a huge Superman fan for for decades now. And um knows a lot about the history of the character and we're super thrilled to have her, you know, with so much passion writing reviews for us on the site. Um, really well written um, with a great, great point of view because of, of her knowledge of, of the character so much. So thanks to Corinne shout out there and, and find her reviews at supergirltvtalk.com. Indeed. All right. Uh, before we dive into episode three, fight or flight, uh, let's talk about somebody who I think is really awesome. And that's not you. No, no. Don't do that again. Oh, I made that joke last I week. Know, I wasn't going to do it again. Yeah. I wasn't going to do it again. I saw you chopping at the bit that you were like, me? Yeah. No. Uh, Some things are just for you and not for them. That is yeah. that is, that is and true. And my should. faces that I make are purely for you. Your face is just for me. Mainly because this is an auditory yeah. show. Yeah, absolutely. You just talk. Right yeah, now. I will. 
You take a sip of that. Uh, All right. Uh, Well, this episode of Supergirl TV Talk is brought to you in part by Supergirl.tv. It's the web's destination for all the news, rumors, and even spoilers for the Supergirl TV show on CBS. It's one of our top sources for up-to-the-minute Supergirl news, and we sincerely do think you'll love it, too. Um, It's been a really, really big help for me personally, as I'm usually the one who's sort of tweeting on our on our Twitter account, and I find it to be a great, great source of news. You know, up to the minute as as things happen, I'm always finding stuff there. Um, you can visit the site and and learn and stay up to date on everything happening with the show. Um, that's everything from you know here are clips from next week's episode. Here's the trailer as soon as it airs. Here's uh, interviews with the cast on various talk shows and in different uh, magazines and and all everything that you need to know. And what I really like is that they kind of give you the snippets, the things you need to know. Um, really a quick hit if you just want to read it really quickly. Um, all sorts of great stuff. Oh, episode image galleries. Uh, best of all, it's advertisement free. It's by fans. It's for fans, and it's a labor of love. And it really, really is. Um, we we know the guys who run the site, and they are very passionate uh, and, and really, really care about what they're doing. So all fans are welcome to also come by and join the live chat and the forum communities. Uh, and I like to follow the site on on Twitter, at Supergirl TV site. Great place to uh, to kind of get those updates wherever you are and, and you know, kind of go off to the site from, from Twitter and, and uh, see what's going on. So uh, we love them. Thanks so much to Supergirl.tv for sponsoring this episode of Supergirl TV Talk. So... Shall we get into our episode discussion? You took some notes. I took some notes. I was I was uh, tweeting with the people with our friends here, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I so did. What you're saying is that I'm not invested in this as you are. That's not true. No. I'm saying you're more you're invested in in getting all the details down, and I'm like because I was I'm invested enough to take notes. Exactly. Indeed. Exactly. Also because I don't understand the Twitter. <laughs> how does it How does it work? It's a big Twitter machine. You know, it's it, we we contribute in different ways. You contribute in in one way, and I contribute in other ways, and that's and that's what teamwork's all about. Indeed. I find the many, many birds, and we put them in the Twitter machine. No, that's not. That's not no. Nope. No. Okay. Yep. Tim, we're stronger together. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I'm just going to fight you, or maybe I'll fly, fly away. Yeah. Fight I fight. don't know. So many mixed messages. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so episode three, fight or flight. So we begin where we left off last week, right? Yeah, exactly where we left off. Cat, um, cat suspension is broken in the bottom of her car. That's right. And... <laughs> And and she gets flown to a plateau of some kind, yeah. which I would assume is just a skyscraper. But it looked like it looked like some kind of like a hill or like a you know like a I couldn't really tell clearing. I couldn't really tell. And Kara, want to take a want to take a sip? Yeah. Oh God, let's get dangerous. Every time someone says Kara or Jimmy, take, yeah, take right. a drink. Here we go. Okay. Oh boy. So uh, she does this interview with Cat, who is a rude interviewer. Yes, very She's much. So. so rude. Very rude. So, but that's, why you gotta be so rude? Um, and she does this like nice little fly around, like I don't want to look you in the face kind of thing. Yeah. And finally, she's just like, Ugh, you know, my cousin doesn't have to answer questions like this. And I was yes. like, Oh, Superman's your cousin, eh? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, gotta go. Bye. I'm gonna uh, leave you on top of this plateau um, but, because yeah. I'm because I'm super dick. I'm like, like cat, yeah. Cat's, like, cat's just sitting there, like, but what about my car? Yeah. How your am su- I gonna? Your suspension's broken. It doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> womp um, womp. I like cat. Uh, cat saying the freezy breath thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I like. I do like when shows recognize some people don't like this but like when shows recognize some of the sillier concepts and to mm. poke a little bit fun mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in some people's eyes that it doesn't make it okay to then still use it i like if you could poke fun of something yes. then it's therefore 
okay to maybe use that. Yes, in, you know, particularly in this in this arena. I agree. Um, yeah, so I agree. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's just fun. It's it's kind of making light of what we know is already silly, like you know, flying people who can freeze breath with laser vision. Like that's silly. It's fun. We like it, but it's what we can acknowledge. It's silly. It's heat vision, not laser vision. Okay. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. We're going to get letters. Turn of phrase. Yeah. Turn of phrase. Um, All right. Um, So Kat is going to write this expose. It's a kind of Kat-centric episode, which I- Yeah, in a lot of ways it is, yes. Yes. Which I enjoyed. I think even the writers recognizing her as maybe one of the stronger characters on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so they're kind of, they're giving her a good amount to do because she's really- um, wow, what's her name? Allie McBeal. Help me out. <laughs> Elizabeth Lockhart. Thanks. I, yeah. Allie McBeal popped into my head. And I, was like, <laughs> I can't get out of this. Mrs. Yeah. Ford. Thank you. Um, <laughs> um, she she kind of she works every scene that she's in. And yes. d- Despite how charming Melissa Benoist is as Kara is on screen, when when Cat's on screen, yes. that's who I kind of want to watch. Mm-hmm. And that just might be the personality. That's because it's like that. You know, Devil Wears Prada. We talked about this yes, before. Yes, yes. And it's an interesting. It's an interesting thing to develop, and it's a, um, you know, an alpha in the room controlling mm-hmm, everything. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun. Um, the the dialogue in this show is very topical. Have you noticed that? Yes, they where do she make... talks, she talks about like um, Vogue's cover of Caitlyn uh, Jenner of Caitlyn Jenner. Yes, and they do make yeah they they make very topical current references. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know. I feel like that that hurts shows on rewatch, rewatch value. on rewatch yeah. value. Yeah, when when things when things are topical, they they lose their rewatch value because mm-hmm. you know. No, it's true. It's true. I mean, I, yeah, I, I've been. Um, I think I mentioned on this show um, that I'm rewatching Smallville in my spare time, mm-hmm. um, and there are lots of, especially the Chloe Sullivan character, makes lots of you know very hyper current references mm-hmm. um, that you know some of which just don't don't make sense anymore and you think i think back i'm like oh my god 2003 that was such a current reference like you know someone tracking someone being like you lojacked me it's like lojack like whoa like wow we, right 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 remember when like having a gps device in something was like a big deal yeah <laughs> like, that's true i mean i guess that works for like a lot of movies like if you ever watch like the mission possible movies like yeah. mission possible 3 they're like we could check it out on a th- th- digital camera and right you're like right right could, yeah you, you do that on your phone now uh, like, yeah like, yeah exactly exactly you so know. yeah a lot of that happens and and yes it does kind of you know when you rewatch it later it might take you out of it but but for now it's really good for the current the current audience yeah uh, to go off of that, though, Hank Henshaw mentions um, keeping up with the Kryptonians. Uh, keeping up with the Kryptonians. Yeah. And I was like, "You like reality television? Like <laughs> he, that was a joke. That was really clever. That was a that was a good joke. Was... You made a joke, Hank Henshaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I appreciated your topical reference. Um, but again, I topical. He's making a joke. Mm. Um, but. Uh, I guess we can skip forward to the to this glowing eye thing. Well, since we're talking about so Hank did Henshaw. you before we do that? Did you realize? Did you notice that he? Yes, he was making a joke. He went back to calling her Miss Danvers when she was around, and like last week we were I like, oh, he went. That. He said he said Supergirl at the end. Like maybe that means a there are two of, Hank Henshaws. So maybe, like no, maybe, I, I doubt it. Uh, by the way, no. I don't know if you saw, but on our on our Twitter account, I did make a keeping up with the Kryptonians meme. I didn't see uh, that because, because I don't follow you on, on Twitter. That's. That makes me... you don't follow us on Twitter. Like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm such a twit that way. It, uh, it's fine. You're fine. We like you anyway. So uh, I, I am wondering. Yes, okay. Is he Martian Manhunter? Is he just plain Hank Henshaw, the cyborg Superman? Well, he appears to have psychic abilities. 
Okay, or, where are you going okay, with that? From? Okay, all right. I've got two things. I've got two things here. I've got to flip my page. Okay, let's right. hear it. Okay. case. Um, okay, so Alex is on the. Alex is in the the little room, and she's helping Kara yes. on the computer. Yes, and his and he turns around and goes, Alex, and his eyes mm-hmm. glow red. Mm-hmm. And so this is my two things. He's either cyborg Superman. He's a cyborg, and he's hooked into the network. He's hooked into the DEO network, which is why he knows that Alex is doing something okay. on the network. Okay. Or he's psychic, and he's kind of like purvey, like he's got this mind He's like reading thing. her thoughts or something. He's reading her thoughts, and he knows. It could go either way. That's that's possible. I mean, that's possible. based on what we know about Hank Henshaw from the comics, we know he... Hank Henshaw in the comics is basically a Mr. Fantastic knockoff. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the, that that storyline in which he, the original one, is they, they go to space and he goes with the friends and his wife and they all experience this like body horror stuff. But instead of getting like these amazing, incredible superpowers, they all die. Or his wife right. pretty much like disappears into an alternate yeah. dimension or something like that. And he and he becomes this cyborg who right. goes crazy mm-hmm. and destroys Coast City. He decides is, he wants to yeah. he wants to Superman's dead, but he still wants revenge on Superman for not saving for not saving his, his wife. So he's like I'm going to mask even if Superman's dead. I'm going to masquerade as Superman. I'm going to raise everyone's hopes and then I'm going to do something horrible, commit like a huge atrocity to to deface the name of Superman forever. Mm. And that's that's what he does in, in in the comics, right? He destroys an entire city. Um, so we do see something that like the someone named Hank Henshaw, who looks like he's some kind of a cyborg, right? Because well, traditionally, if you he's got he's mostly cyborg, but he's got like a quarter of his face is Clark Kent's or Superman's in, face in the comics. In the comics, right? But the other eye is traditionally red. Yes, and so that's where like the it's like half Terminator, half Clark Kent's face. Yeah, that's an easy. Yeah. yeah, it's it's definitely of the Terminator age. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Definitely influenced um, by that. Absolutely. So so that's what he looks like in comics. But I'm, all I'm saying is like he definitely has he he is if he has some cybernetics on him, then he's a cybernetic organism, which is a cyborg. Right, 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 right. And so. Uh, um, so or I'm he's just, just call, robot, I'm just going to but... keep calling him Cyborg Superman because that's just what I know him as. <laughs> okay, but yeah. but in um, but in the New Fifty Two, Cyborg Superman is not Hank Henshaw; mm-hmm. it's somebody else. Who I don't want to spoil in case people are yeah, reading. Sure, it, sure. It's not important for this mm-hmm. story. Um, I just I don't I just don't know. I kind of want him to be the Martian Manhunter, even though I don't think he is. So what reasons do we have for him being Martian Manhunter okay. other than the fact that Red, Eye, Red Eyes is, is something that Martian Manhunter also... The reasons are thus. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, number one, I want him to be. Uh, okay. Number, <laughs> number two, the Martian Manhunter has... For those of you who don't know, the Martian Manhunter is a typically mm-hmm. lone survivor of mm-hmm. Mars, mm-hmm. accidentally gets teleported from Mars to Earth, mm-hmm. um, and... Uh, is a superhero and he usually he's usually in he's a shapeshifter among other things and he's in disguise usually right. as uh, some kind of cop mm-hmm. or detective. agent detective agent of some kind mm-hmm. something along those lines and right. there are various versions of mm-hmm. this through pre new 52 and before and all these different mm-hmm. things um but th- these shows take uh, common enough characteristics of other things and they do merge them together. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because this is a Berlanti show and The Flash is a a great example of the first season we have Reverse Flash and Mm -hmm. Harrison Wells and Eobard Thawne and they took the basic 
basic concepts of these things and kind of merged it into different things right. to for an, for a general audience, but also for a comic audience to keep it on their toes. Because mm-hmm. if you if you're just watching what you read. It, yep. it almost becomes it. It can become dull because you yes. get you can call yes. what's going to happen, and so this way at least is keeping everybody on their toes. Absolutely, and so absolutely that, that's one of the reasons that I think. Um, also, it, it makes like if he's the Martian Manhunter, then so, like sometimes part of that character is to hunt down other aliens. Right, we're doing other things. That's right. part of what he does, mm-hmm. and so. No pl- better. I said this last week. Better no better place to do this other than the DEO. DEO. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's a lot. There's a lot there. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, because even the like his comment about like I had a wife. Yeah. Like Marshmallow did have did a have family a that was yes, massacred on Mars. Right. And so there's still like true. enough there. Yep. That it could go either way. I, I almost wonder if it's intentional vagueness. They want us to make oh, it either I, one I, of those I, two. It could be. Well, and traditionally. Not traditionally, but Martian Manhunter tends to some uh, disguise himself as a person of color. Yes, that's true. Uh, you know, as like a you know to get like the marginalized, um, right? The, the, the storytelling device. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, he yeah. often chooses to disguise himself as someone who's African American, or yes. So, yeah. so that yeah, is depending on the incarnation and what version you're watching. Right. And, and he's a shapeshifter, so he can change any at the drop of a hat. Be whoever he, he wants. Anybody. Right. Right. Um, so this could be the form he's chosen to take. I I can I can definitely go with that. Um, but. But all those reasons hold water whether you're trying to make a case for Martian Manhunter or whether you're trying to make a case for Cyborg Superman. Well, I'm a waterbender. So yeah, okay. yeah, I'm thinking so. that I can hold water pretty well. Right. And so Wrong franchise. Um, right. Yeah, but you know what I mean? So like, it, it works whether you're making an argument for Henshaw or for um, Martian Manhunter. I kind of think that in this show, because they have been like, I mean, there, there have been things that have been secret. But, you know, I don't think they would have hesitated to call him John Jones if he was going to be Martian Manhunter. Oh, that's probably true. Do you know what I mean? Like, it seems it seems like something they would do. Just call him John Jones because John Jones is such a generic sounding name that no one who's not a fan would know what that means. That's true. It's got that comic book alliteration oh, to it, right? Hank Kenshaw, John Jones. True. Yeah. True. And it, it's just like Jones. It's like you know, it's like a common name. Yeah, Doctor um, Jones. Right. Um, but Hank Kenshaw, I guess, also does sound like just sort of like a regular. Yeah, I, I guess you're also throwing. I mean, if it was Martian Manhunter, you are then technically throwing out a really great character yeah and you know what i mean you're throwing like you're throwing, you're throwing away hank henshaw you're throwing away you're throwing away hank henshaw right and in, in just favor for of, just for the right, name to the throw name. off yeah a quarter of your audience right so it could go either way um i don't want to beat this point to death but but it, it, i guess really the arguments in both on you know, both sides do make sense, and and like the whole thing about losing a I used to have a family mm-hmm. makes sense either way. Like it 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 works it works either way. So yeah, um, it's definitely a cyborg. That definitely some yeah. kind of well, no, not not definitely because he's either a cyborg or an alien. Yeah, definitely, definitely red eyes. a cyborg alien. He's all definitely right. got red eyes. That's really, really all we've got. <laughs> yep. going for us. Um, but yeah, so so Henshaw is like no, you know, Superman fought this guy a couple times and. And uh, we actually didn't even cover the fight itself. She she goes to try to stop a. Uh, she goes to fight Reactron. She goes to, she goes to stop the. There was a the car, traffic pileup. Yep. Tries to save people from the, from the pileup. Reactron arrives and is like, "Oh, you're Superman's cousin. Well, I want to cause Superman pain. So, boom! I'm going to blast you with my with my uh, nuclear blast rays." Okay, so here's, things, here, right stuff. Your your perfect description aside um, of his stuff. Um, Stuff. There's some stuff. There is some. I, what are his powers? Because I even wrote like that. I'm like, why can he fly? 
Yeah, uh, uh just cause? Just cause? I don't like just cause. Because there weren't like any kind of like Iron Man type thrusters on the suit or anything. If they had done that, I'd be like, all right. Yeah, but like, people why were, can he fly? People on Twitter were were commenting that he looked too much like Iron Man. Like it, it looked like an arc reactor that he had in his yeah, chest. But that's... It looked, you know, he could fly. He could blast beams out of his hands. Like, um, I guess. But from that standpoint, yeah. anybody who wears a mask looks like Batman, right? Or yeah. anybody who I know. Wears, no, I'm not yeah. saying I agree with them. I'm you just saying I'm yeah, saying right. the, the 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 commonalities were there. But yeah, but I um, agree. okay. Why can he fly? Um, Either it is the technology in the suit, like it's nuclear powered suit, or it's just that he's been exposed to radiation and he's gained powers. Yeah, it's not the sixties anymore. I need something better than that. Yeah. Again, we've talked about that's, this before, that's, that's and I'm gonna go argument. I'm gonna go back to this thing. This is my singing crab, right? This is we talked about, you know Singing Crab. My, I forgot about this, yeah. This is my singing crab, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like the the crab cannot sing. Yeah. I understand that. <laughs> But, you know what I mean? I need to know why the crab can sing. Right. And just, like Sebastian the Crab. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. For those of you who are catching up right now, yeah. <laughs> this thing with like fiction and adults know like, like kids never question why kids, why yeah. Sebastian sings, but adults do. And right. this is my singing crab moment. Okay. okay yes. Yeah. Um so I have a lot of like if he needs Maxwell Lord, I'm gonna jump all over the place. I don't even care. Go, go so, for it, go for it. If Getting Reaction, so if Reaction needs Maxwell Lord to help him fix the suit. Mm-hmm. How did Reaction get the suit to begin with? If he needs Maxwell Lord to do something with it, like how did he do it? In how did place? he do it in the first place? And, like, there's like things like that. Yeah, that, that, that are just unanswered like, questions. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, he had someone else's help. He, ha- I don't know. I don't know. It's just God, yeah. not enough. Yeah, it feels like people people are doing things because mm-hmm. the writers need them to do them. Okay, that's a va- those are that's a valid. That is a valid. Uh, point you bring up that is a bit of a plot hole like how did he if he needs Maxwell Lord's help now how did he get away with it before and how do we not know who, how did we not figure out who he is until now like it took them about two seconds to figure out hmm uh well uh there was this uh this uh, power plant that Superman saved five years ago from terrorists who wanted to blow it up mm-hmm. and the only and these two people died and they weren't accounted for, and it's this guy and his wife, and they both work there. And, oh, my God, okay, I guess Ben Kroll is Reactron. Like, like Kara figured out in, like, a second when they gave her the information she needed. Right. And are you telling me Lois Lane wouldn't figure that out? Are you telling me Lois Lane and Clark Kent would not have looked into it and figured out, okay, this is Reactron, I'm Clark Kent, I'm Superman, I need to fight this person, I need to know who they are. Like, well, yes and no. I want to say that maybe they did figure it out. See, I'll, I'll, I'll back them on this. Maybe they did figure it out, but that's not maybe... If he's never been caught, they're like, why would that be in a record of some kind? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, they're just looking at the pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, they they're not looking at, like, this is the time that Superman fought Reactron mm-hmm, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They didn't look at any of that stuff. Mm. They looked at, five years ago, Superman saved a plant. These people were missing. Boom. That's the only information okay. they looked at. And so they didn't go, they didn't delve any deeper. They did, they only clicked the first link in Google. They didn't go any further <laughs> down. Um so speaking of the computers, where's Wynn getting the money to buy all this stuff? Well, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, and and also like you just take over someone's like some dead person's office, and you're like, don't you think eventually that's gonna be occupied again? <laughs> like you just take over some room, like eventually someone's gonna need that room again. You're gonna get found out. It's not that safe, not that uh, secure. Eventually, I'm gonna say yes. Eventually, maybe that that's true. Also, I'll, I'll give the I'll give you that. Eventually, somebody's going to. But I mean, there are rooms in. There are rooms in my building that haven't been used for years. You know what I sure, mean? Sure, but but it, would you say that's a safe place to have a secret operation in those rooms? I don't Aren't know, you worried someone's going to walk by or, you know, 
Not if you stop lock in the door. I, what if he like puts up a wall there and they yeah, like okay, they go different. like oh maybe there's no like there hasn't been a room here in thirty years yeah yeah, yeah. right maybe he's been dead for thirty years right yeah right. right exactly that would work but yeah yeah so that that, that clearly to work in progress me. because they don't have like there's like there's like it's all spackled and, yeah and yeah covered in tarps yeah. and so I'd be curious to see where they go but. This is the Berlanti, like, we need to move quickly into this, you know, like, we need to set up. She we has the suit. She has her powers. Base of operations. Exactly. Um, boom, 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 You need boom, an boom. arrow cave. You need a Felicity. You need a, like, you need these things to. Yeah. Right. So yeah. wins the or, Felicity. Or a, or a Cisco and a Caitlin Cisco, and a Star right. Labs right. or whatever. This yeah. is just the, these are the things you need to set up ahead right. of time. And, and like every later. show, every show does that. I mean, if you're watching yeah. Smallville, like, they had the torch, yeah. the newspaper they had the torch, years. they had the watchtower, they yeah, had, yeah. Oliver Queen had his plane, like, right. get an office, yeah. you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. so there's just a lot of, there's a lot of that stuff. It's a television show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder, like, where, like, you're working at a magazine, like, where, yeah. where are you getting this? Yeah. Where are you getting this money? Yeah. Um, I, th- honestly, he's the IT guy, though. So, the, the, he's, he's the IT guy, so he has access to the com- company's oh, computers and stuff. That's so maybe he stole them from the company. Borrowed, borrowed. I'm they're sure still, he would use the word borrowed. They're still in the company, technically. <laughs> they're not still. They're still in the building. They're in the building. He did say he outfitted with like the most modern stuff, though. Yeah. Well, my other thought is like we, um, but Catco would have the most modern stuff. So uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, we also. I mean, we know that. Um, he, he. I think originally he was supposed to be the toy man. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, want, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody who doesn't know, but the name Winshot, Winslow Shot, Winslow Shot, is is the name of the toy man in, in which comics. Which is just Superman villain. Right. Right. But um, can I say this in the spoilers? Spoilers. Skip forward ten seconds. Why not? Yeah, I guess. Um, somebody has been cast whose name I can't remember has been cast as. Uh, his father as the toy man. Right. Right. And so maybe his money just comes from that. Could be. Could yeah, be. We don't know. Yeah. That's where I'm going. That, that, in my mind, that's yeah. where I connected it. Maybe Thus, end like, of the spoilers. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you that that that's a possibility. That's a, a distinct possibility. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we have some fun moments in, in when when that's happening. Like we've got James and Win sort of competing for Kara's affection, I and both trying like, to compete over like the yeah. I know who I know who this is. I know who the Reactron is. He has these powers and blah blah. blah you know, like, that's kind of and it's absolutely. But it's it's so interesting because you you could see. James as an alpha male, yes, and Win as a beta, yes. But they're definitely both betas, yeah, because they they both have beta tendencies. But James definitely has alpha tendencies too. Yes, but yeah. I think but James by de facto of his personality, where he's Superman's bro, Jimmy Olsen, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know, like he needs to, he wants to go out of the way to be his own man, but then he falls right back into the. Supporting this person yeah. role, where whereas Kara really is the alpha of the group. That that's true. Um, that's in, true. In kind of in her own way, um, even though she may not act like it, they're there, but they are rallying around her. Yeah, really. exactly. Yeah, she's the central figure, right? Exactly. And so they are both betas in that sense. In that sense, yeah. like trying to like to get to the alpha. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic between them. I just made it sound so unromantic. No, but I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And it, but, but it is, but there is a little bit of love triangle going on there. A little um, bit. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> a little bit. Well, okay, okay. I say, yeah. I say a little bit only, only because so like clearly Kara is into. She looks at James like he's one of her sticky bones. And then, <laughs> yes, and then yes. Win is still into Kara, obviously. Um, 
and then we got the sense that maybe James is a little bit into Kara too. Yep. Um. So so yes, there's there yeah, is there smexy dancing. Yeah. Yes. But it's still very early, and right no now. one is no talking one about their Frank, feelings yet. But I'm dancing. He's right dancing now. beautifully. Yeah. Um. I'm a really good dancer in my seat. You're such a good seat dancer. Mm. Uh, but you know what I mean. Like there is, it's still early, and people are still shy to you talk about their feelings and stuff. But it's you know clearly there is there is some of that going on. Um. But it's it's cool to see. Yes, there is the whole alpha beta um, uh, dynamic going on, but there's also um, I also really like the dynamic of just sort of like them both sort of showboating a little bit to show like I know stuff. I'm good. I'm good at stuff. I can I can do things. Mm-hmm. Um, and and really, you know, if you want to be objective about it, like Win has done more so far. Like he's he made her suit. He built this this base of operations for them. And James. James knows stuff, and 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 James oh, is I never even thought about hella that. charming. So true. He's got his charm that yeah. he can, and his good looks that he can coast on. But in terms of actual, arguably, he's very talented too. He is an award winning journal, like yes, photojournalist. But, but he hasn't used those talents to actually like do anything for Kara. That's yet. so really? true. But that you is I mean? that is part of this episode, right? Truly. So right. I do want to. I want to talk. We could talk about that at the same time. I, her identity crisis in this episode, mm-hmm. like, like I can be the hero. I don't need Superman to save me all the time. Right. I don't want to be the afterthought. It's a very meta message. Yes, yes, in absolutely. This, the whole episode. This is really what I don't want to say saved the episode for me because I found the reactron part kind of weak because of my singing crab things. Yes, um, <laughs> but um. But the um, her her identity crisis, like I can be the hero, I can be this hero. I don't want to mm-hmm. be like, oh, well, I don't want to be like the consolation prize. She says, um, that's yes. very good. But James also doesn't want to be the consolation prize, and Wynn doesn't want to be the consolation prize. Right. Um, and then uh, apart from that, when she has her second fight with Reactron and he uses the signal watch, we got a signal watch, which was super a signal cool, watch. Um, which was a lot of fun. Um, it, um, when he uses that to save her, you know, he says, like, I use it when I'm scared. You know what I mean? So he's having his own right. identity crisis, so he, yeah. too. Yeah, he's like, I'm scared. Like, don't she, she's she's offended that you think I need my cousin to come save me all the time. Like, you know, what the hell? And he's like, no, no, no I do that when I'm scared. Like, I care too much about you. To, to let anything happen to you, so I I pulled the trigger, um, because I was I was scared for you, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was, you know, a nice a nice sentiment, but still like, yeah, dude, but you know, you didn't you didn't believe in her, like you, you didn't believe in her enough to let her that's true do her thing, but I you know it's funny because that all being said, she was definitely going to die if Superman didn't show up. Which, by the way, how loud did you squee? You know, not as loud as you might think, actually. Really? You 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 would think that I'd be because, like, you know me, I'm the guy that like when when Tom Willing tore that shirt at the end of, of the Smallville finale, right. I was like, you know, screaming like a little girl. Um, I, I'll be the first to admit that. But I I was I was almost expecting it to happen at some point. I expected it to happen later. Yeah, I didn't. Expect Things it are happening th- much I didn't sooner expect in general. It in the third episode. No, I expected it to happen later on. Um, and I, I was, and then they went to commercial almost immediately after that. So I, I was still mulling it over during the commercial break and I turned to my fiance and I was like, I'm actually like, I'm not sure how I feel about that. And she's like, really? Like, I thought you'd be all over the, like, like, you know, over the moon. And I was like, no, I mean, yeah, but 
I kind of wish they had made her figure it out on her own at this point uh, in time. But I see that's the that's the meta crisis. Yeah, though. yeah. I think that's what it was so smart to introduce it because to us, everyone is like, well, why wouldn't he just? be there. Well, it's like when we everyone watched Iron Man 3 and everyone like, why wouldn't you just call Captain America? Or why wouldn't yeah. you just call Thor? Yeah. Like, these are your friends, Why? or this, so, is your, this is your cousin, and so this is giving everyone a reason to say no, you know? And it also makes Superman seem like less like a jerk because he actually showed up. Because I've said this since right. season, like, right. have you not been in her life at all? Right, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. and I we can talk about the end of the show at the at the end of this talk. I'll save it to the the end, and so, um, you know where he IMs are and stuff. Um, but uh, we so we get a, a Superman save, but I think she needed that one save, and the audience needed that save for her to kind of like write herself and be like, okay, you know what, you got your one save. Everybody gets one, you know that you, you get know. one. Yeah, everyone gets one, and. Now she's now she's on her own because she did something that Superman couldn't do, right? Yeah, she stopped Reactron. That in is a true. Way that other pe- that he couldn't, he could never figure out what to do because I don't think he. Kara oh, almost, almost slipped there. Um, Kara has a support group. She has James. She has Win. Superman never doesn't have that. Superman doesn't have a team yeah, no. in classical well, in classical Superman mythology. I'm not talking your Smallville yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm talking regular Superman. He doesn't have a team, a home base that he goes back to and he's right. like, I need help figuring this out. That's not what Superman ha- like he right. is kind of a loner that way. Sort of, yes. Because yes. Lois I, I know, traditionally I, isn't helping him figure it out. Especially when he's starting, right? Right, right. As they yes, mentioned yes, that. Yes. When he's starting, he had to figure it out on his own, and that's what she wanted. But it's also her realizing there's no shame in asking for help, which is interesting because the previous episode, she said that it's honorable to ask for help as a Kryptonian, but now we've watched this whole other episode where she doesn't want to ask for help, right? True. So one could see this as inconsistent writing, but I, as a optimist see this as her having warring she's having she has a war within herself she's because conflicted. she's she's conflicted because she's been on earth for 10 years now 10 13 years yeah that's a lot of time to be influenced by a culture and so yes. now she's not really thinking as much as a kryptonian anymore she's really thinking as an earthling yep uh yep. or she's like this mixture of the two so it's almost like convenient to spout the Kryptonian when she feels she needs to, but she's really falling back on her, on this human side, because she was raised still as a young girl. Teenage years are very influential, no matter what species you are, I would say, apparently. Um, And so this is kind of where she has, um, this is kind of where she has ended up in this in-between spot. And so, Yeah. 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 No, I, I that that's that is a very interesting observation. Um, I, I think that I don't know. I, I my initial reaction was I was not that excited because I was like, I wish they had made her do it on her own. The other thing that I thought also was sort of like, hey, stronger together was a theme last week, and she learned this lesson of let other people help you when they need to help you, and and learn from from them and learn with them. So. Maybe this is her. She needs to learn when to, you know, okay, I'm not there yet. He's been doing this longer. I need to let him help me here. Um, The other thought 
that I have with some. So yes, you're right. She did do what he couldn't do. She she defeated Reactron. So so she is she has gotten to a place beyond him because she has this support system behind her, and because and, and he doesn't presumably in this in this version of the story. Um. So yeah. Um. Uh, ultimately, I I'm okay with it. But my my first reaction was a little bit like uh and, and like. Like, I'm not sure I like it, and I'm not sure how people will react to it. Will people feel like this is a cop-out to have him come in and, and save? I don't think that's how it's being taken overall by most people. Mm-hmm. But there was, like, a, a question that, that crossed my mind. If he saved her at the end of the episode, that's a cop-out. Agreed. But, Agreed. but this is part of her learning curve. And you said, like, she learned this stronger together theme last week. Yeah. Like, yes, that's true, but it's like... I, like you have to relearn. Like you have to stick with that thing. You don't yeah. like learn a lesson once and that's in your it. life and, and go. Yeah. Well, I'm a better person yeah, forever yeah, yeah, now. Right, you right, know, right, right. I've learned one thing. Right. You know, you right. learn these. That you you always misstep. You yeah, always sure. fall. And sure. And she is a stubborn person. Um, As they said, she, and it runs yeah. in the family. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 They must be Italian Kryptonians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I take um, offense to that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're stubborn. Bada yeah. bing. <laughs> um, I if you did. I want in his little CG Superman flyby. Um, yes, I did pause it. He does have a designed costume. If you look at it, oh, really, if you pause okay, it, yeah, there is a fully formed design. There, he's got stripes running down the side, red stripes running down the side of him, as does uh, Kara yep. on her suit. And so, my thought with that is, if you've designed a Superman suit to show up on the side, yeah, that means we're going to be seeing him again. I think we may. Yeah. I, I I think we very well might, and I think that when we do, it might be, and I think eventually we might actually see his face and stuff. And they're they're being very careful to say like, oh, you know, don't expect to see him or anything. But I think at some point we actually might see an actor with a face, maybe even one that we recognize, cast as Superman in the show. Maybe, maybe it's possible. Yeah. Um, I mean, it. What the whole? What? How much would you just love it? If Tom Welling oh my showed God, up, I'd lose, it, I'd lose it. I'd lose it. I'd, I would lose yeah, it. Yeah, you would be like, Superman's here. It doesn't matter. I, would I lose take it. back everything I've ever said it. about Kara. Yeah, Cart Tim. <laughs> <laughs> take a drink. <laughs> While Tim's taking a drink, <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about somebody else who's awesome here for a second. Um, uh, this episode of Supergirl TV Talk is also brought to you in part by InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. It's Discount Comic Book Service. Com. You know him and you love him, and so do we. Um, and we're thrilled to have him back again. Instock Trades and Discount Comic Book Service are the best places online to buy your weekly comics and your collected editions. You can always save up to 42% on DC, Marvel, Dark Horse, Image Comics. Um, there's, there's some crazy sales going on right now. You could save a whole bunch of money. Clearance sales, uh, some, some great things happening. 42% on uh, Marvel and DC. Uh, just amazing, amazing prices on things you wouldn't even believe. Um, like, for instance, right now, um, you can get Showcase Presents Supergirl uh, Volume 1. This is a giant, like, telephone book sized book 500 pages of supergirl early supergirl stories if you want to see go back to the beginnings of the uh the the girl of steel uh and kind of see what what made her you know what gave her her start um you can see some really really amazing uh stories and with some great art uh, stories written by people like Otto Binder. Remember in the pilot they mentioned the Otto Binder Bridge? Well, it's one of the creators of Supergirl. Um, Otto Binder and Al, Al Plastino. Uh, Jerry Siegel, one of the creators of Superman, also wrote some Supergirl stories. Uh, and then art by you know Kurt Swan and Dick Sprang and Wayne Boring and all these great classic um, legendary uh, writers and artists, these great creative teams who helped to bring Supergirl to life in the early, early days. Um, this book is available 
uh, on in stock trades right now, forty five percent off at nine dollars and thirty four cents. Nine dollars, less than ten bucks, less than nine fifty, for for five hundred pages of Supergirl stories in a giant book that will keep you occupied for for a long time. Um, it's a great deal. It's a great place to buy your comics. Um, if you're as big a fan as as Tim and I are, and if you're like Tim and I, and you like to read your comics digitally, you can actually get five percent back on your digital purchases as well. Um, all you need to do is is link your Comicsology account or your My Digital Comics account to to your DCBS account, um, and then uh, if you do your shopping through the DCBS website, there's a portal there. And all the shopping you do to that portal, um, you'll get 5% back on all your purchases, and you can apply those to your next ECBS purchase. So um, great way to kind of feed that comic book addiction. Uh, so visit them online at InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. That's DCB Service, as in Discount Comic Book Service. And thanks again to InStockTrades and DCBS for sponsoring Supergirl TV Talk this week. So after the Superman appearance, uh, there's a little bit of a conversation between Kara and James about like you know why didn't you trust me and he says the whole thing about I just you know I I was scared I care about you too much um, and then they smexy dance they yeah. smexy dance at mm-hmm. the uh, at the 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 launch party for the magazine right where there's the ice sculpture that looks like the S and there's all the the cocktail waitresses the hostesses are, are all in Supergirl costumes and Kara shows up late and she's all frazzled and yeah she smexy dances with with both of her suitors yeah she does yeah I wouldn't really call the one with Win a smexy dance true. it's more like a it was a cutesy dance. There's it's kind a, of a, it's kind of like a middle school dance. It's a, yeah, and wow. then and then and then and then James comes in and it's like a prom dance. Also. Okay, so we're three episodes in. Are you Team James or are you Team Win? I think I'm actually Team James. I oh, see. I'm Team Win. Oh, okay. Ah, this is perfect. This is good. You're actually kind of dressed like Win right now. Yes, <laughs> you I, kind of are. I am. It's my teacher clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm wearing a, a really tight Henley right now. Yeah, please God, stop. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna pull up my shirt real quick and let you see these one ab, this, <laughs> this one pack that I have here. <laughs> it's a forty, actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <ew>. <laughs> uh But yeah, so. So uh, we didn't talk about uh, Maxwell Lord yet, really. Oh, that's good. I have. He's he's kind of Tony Stark meets Steve Jobs meets Elon Musk. Yeah, because he's got a train. Is that why he's Elon Musk? Yeah, because <laughs> the train. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Tony Stark. I mean, because Elon Musk is basically real life Tony Stark. Right. Yeah. His yeah. little story about the like, oh, like I, I like blue stripes. Yeah. Cause yeah. Because of, of my toy. Cause yeah. Of my toys. Right. Um, he, he's kind of a jerk. Yeah, he is. He's, Thank like, you. He's not a really likable person. I mean, no. I don't think he's meant to be, but I he's kind of going for this smarmy Tony Stark thing. But there is some smarm. There's but, some smarm. But there. he's not. He's sleazy. He's yeah, not. He's charming. a little sleazy. No, he's not. He's sleazy. He's yeah. But also, Tony Stark is the hero of the story, right? And Maxwell Lord is traditionally not not the hero of the story. So yeah. Do so you, do you think that Maxwell Lord hired Reactron? Ah, that's a theory. And and rewatching the episode, I did watch it with that in mind, mm-hmm. um, and I, I I got the feeling that it's it's possible. So it's not it's not totally. I wouldn't say definitely not. I would say I think not. But it's definitely a possibility. Like there are moments like when Reactron first shows up at the lab and he takes the random scientist dude, mm-hmm. and uh, Lord says like, "No, this guy's like an amateur compared to me. Take me." Right. There was a little bit of like maybe this is being staged. Maybe this is just to show like to show. Uh, you know, to, to look good in front of his workers so that no one suspects him. I thought that maybe, like, okay. But then when they're alone, 
they're still talking like they don't really know each other. Well, I thought that maybe it, it it did start as like, no, take me, blah, blah, blah. But then upon fixing the suit, he was like, hey. Listen, okay, listen, maybe. Cut a deal then. I'm a billionaire. Yeah. I've got a train. It's gonna, I've got a train. It's going to be important later in this season. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. How about yeah. we do something about this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, either way, I mean, Reactron has been stopped for now. Whether Lord helps him out later to, you know. Okay. I, yes, that's, yes. Speaking of Reactron stop for now, does he need the reactor in his chest to survive? Not to survive. He, it's just sort of his powers, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's just a... She didn't kill him. A very burned guy. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. That's from, like, nuclear fallout and stuff. Okay, well, Ben Kroll's got, like, he's got a couple of different stories, Mm -hmm. like, depending on what crisis area you're in and all these different things. And so I I was introduced to the character through Sterling Gates during, you know, when Mm -hmm. he had a gold Mm -hmm. kryptonite heart and all those things, which is... Obviously not what they were going no. with here. Um, it's more traditionally the first version of the character. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was my question. Also, did they say the reactor was going to explode if it wasn't encased in lead? Yes. Yeah, but it wasn't really encased in. Yeah, lead. Yeah, I had a problem with that too. So so she really just she like she like melted she lead onto like, her hand, right. and then held it. But she wasn't encasing it. Right. It I was, thought she was going to like take the bust and like put it in the bus. Right. Or like maybe I, she did afterwards. No, she didn't. She totally didn't. She totally didn't. She, I'm not even going to let you entertain that. No, she. They just that's a that's a gaping hole to me. I mean, but but they she literally just melted lead onto her hand, so she was was wearing sort of a lead glove. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, maybe she's going to like remelt it around the 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 reactor mm-hmm. like with her heat vision again but no she just kind of held it and was like okay it's good now haha <laughs> and like she was like walking too close to people and stuff and i was like they're human they yeah, are, this they're going to yeah they're going to die they're not really covering it but anyway um, um whatever the, i'll let it go I, I i shouldn't but i will the i'm not going to make excuses um but i am i'm not making excuses um, there it was clearly like not covered and not covered in lead and and it, it could have hurt people. It would have hurt show, people. The show, I'd like, I, don't get me wrong, I, I'm not bashing I'm not bashing the show yeah, yeah, yeah. this way, because I do like it, yeah. um, but there is a, the writers feel like they they want to write the relationship part, yeah. but the they don't want to write the super heroic part, yeah. and so when they get to those moments, they go, oh, well, she, she, she just holds it. Explanation, um, yeah. Explanation, yeah. Fight, you know. I agree. The, okay, yes. I, I, I will I will agree with that. And I, I think the writers are actually really, really great. But, but yeah, I, I have noticed that there have been moments, a couple now, you know, in, in three, across three episodes that we've seen, there have been moments where I'm like, that, my comic book geeky needing a, 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 an airtight explanation brain doesn't fully accept that. Right, and it's I don't even think it's the comic book geeky side because Lord knows there are loopholes and books and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It's more like it, you said two minutes ago it needs to be encased, mm-hmm. and now I'm watching it and it's not and encased, it's not encased right. but you're calling it a victory. Yeah, and like, yeah. it's just yeah. like it's little things. It's like just take one more sweep at that script. You know yeah. what I mean? That's more what it feels like. Just take one more sweep at it. Yeah, you know. No, I I, I definitely there are moments like that where I'm just like ah, that doesn't feel. Like how did how did that get through? How how did someone not say like guys we have a problem? Right. Well, you know what the other side I was thinking about this too. They might not have time to say this is a problem because the show is so effect heavy. Yeah, you know what I mean. They dude. might be just on such a limited like, but but I mean like, but you don't let something get to, like like no matter how effect heavy it is, like it never gets to air without like a million eyes looking at it from from you know the. 
uh, you know, the director, the editor, the studio, and the network. Like, all those people have to look at it and approve everything before it goes on the air. And the fact that something like that gets through, I'm like, I'm shocked. Like, how did... I mean, again, it's it's relatively small in terms of storytelling, mm-hmm. but it's a noticeable thing. Right. And I'm sure we're not the only ones who've noticed it. No. So, I mean... The first couple of episodes of any show, particularly a season one, I mean, uh, really a season one, it takes a little bit to get going. You, you, these are the these are the clunky things that every show has. That I, yeah, you, you got to work around. If they're still doing this and it's episode twenty, you know, twenty, mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, yeah, you know, if they're still doing it in like season two or three, then I'm like, then I'm really like, yeah, come on, like come you're on. you're better than this, people. yeah, yeah, you're better season than this. One, I believe like, in you. again. I watched Smallville and like things in season one like don't really hold together for me in terms of like come on there should have been a reason like that that solution to that problem doesn't work or that way that Clark defeated somebody didn't work but it was season one they were kind of new at it right you know um, this, is a, this is like like Kara being new at her job yeah Kara um, yeah like Kara being new at her job yes I'm out of drink <laughs> <laughs> I'm out <laughs> I can't talk anymore can't say Kara anymore can't say Kara anymore ah, ah. <laughs> this is a fun game <laughs> Um. Yeah. So at the end. Yeah. Anyway, we get Kara. Um. We get Clark. I aming. Yes. Kara. She's a little snippy with Win, which I didn't like because I think he might well, be my favorite character. Maybe we should. Maybe we should so, backtrack as to why she was snippy with, with Win. So yes, she tell she, me because I don't remember. So Alex is like, yes. Listen, uh-huh. do what you want. Like, go ask out Jimmy. Oh yeah, right. I have it here. Right. With exclamation points. Yeah. Just totally go. Go. Right over you know, it. go on a date with him. Like, go get coffee with him. Like, you know, he makes you happy. Go do it. So she goes to like what march in the office, like all chipper and happy, and like I'm gonna ask up my crush, and he's there with his ex girlfriend, who is Lucy Lane, Lois Lane's younger sister. Bum bum bum. Yeah, um, played by Jenna Jawan Tatum, who is Channing Tatum's wife. P.S. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. um, but she is. Yeah, so she's like there, and she's like. Let's make this work. Let's go get dinner. And he's like, fine, I'll get dinner with you. Carl, I'll talk to you later. And Carl is all like dejected, obviously, well, as anyone would the, be. The dinner thing, she super heard. Yes. She, yeah. Yes. And we didn't, did we say last week? Yeah. How many conversations how many times, did she listen to? And I was like, more I mean, than you think. I mean, if you have super hearing. Yeah, it's kind of hard not to, yeah. right? It's it's tempting to yeah. do it all the time. And there you go. There's an example of it. Um, I, mean, I have bad hearing, so I don't have to worry about that. What? It's just white noise most of the time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um but but yeah, so she's all sad about it cuz she overhears him, you know, planning to go out. And then Wynn comes over and he's talking to her and she's like, well, but she kind of just brushes him off. And because she's sad because she's heartbroken. Right. But he's heartbroken. But he's, I'm such team Wynn. He's pining Come for on, her Wynn. so hard. Yeah. He's 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 pining for her pretty hard. Yeah. Um he's but, got a great v- singing voice. Yeah, Come on, Wynn. I don't see it happening. Yeah. Though. I don't see it happening. Then yeah, then she gets this. Jeremy chat. Jordan is a renowned singer. For those of you who don't yes, understand, yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, Clark chats her, and you know she's like, "It was really nice. It was really nice. It was really it was a nice. nice tender moment. Yep. And that felt a little weird that they were doing it over chat, but he's at work. Yeah, yeah they're both at work. I know. Yeah, but... I, I it does like they're working around this. We haven't. We don't want to see him mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same at the same time, um. I like that he's in it enough. You know what I mean? 
I, I like that he was in it. I, mean, I like, yeah, yeah. It's it was it was very sweet. It was a very tender moment. Yes. It made him feel like less of a jerk to me. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It feels like less of like I'm leaving on your own kid. Yeah, like, I got a volcanic eruption. Right. I'm gonna yeah. show up and and save you when you need saving. When your friend tells you that you, tells me you need saving, but then I'm not gonna talk to you afterwards. Like, yeah. if they're if they're in each other's lives, if she knows that he's Clark Kent, you know, like, then clearly there's some. There needs to be some relationship there. There needs to be a reason why she knows these things about him. Mm-hmm. Why, you know, he cares enough to come find her other than just he's a good person and she's right. his cousin and all that stuff. Like, they have to have a relationship. I need to feel like there's a connection between them. Right. Because that the only, they're the, the only two, I mean, that they know about. Right. Uh, and Astra. Right, right. Right. Astra, too. But, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. yes, you're right. Yes. So, so there needs to be a, a relationship of some sort between them. And I'm glad that we got that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope we see more of that. You know, yeah. whether it's texting or chatting or whatever it is. Yeah, I'm fine um, with that. I mean, yeah. like, just because they have super speed doesn't mean that they have the time yeah. to yeah. go and visit each other, you know, because it might, maybe it takes them a couple of seconds to get there, but it's, they're not going to have a talk at super speed. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, I live 40 minutes away from my brother, but I see him a couple of months because we're just busy people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's, I don't see that, I don't see much of a difference in between those things. Sure. Um, and so I don't, my, but I, I so I like the chat. Aspect. I like it a lot. And I don't need her talking to him every week. No. But it, by by not doing what I feared they were going to do, this like, oh, it's my cousin, the Man of Steel, the guy in blue, blah, blah, blah. They're just saying these are people that exist in this world, but they're living in that – they're living in a different city. They have their own things yes. going on and yes. tangentially connected. But that makes them it – makes the it makes their world on CBS seem bigger than it even really is. Right. Um, there's a lot going on in the bleed mm-hmm. on the other side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um just on the at the end um, of the show, I thought Alex and Kara had a great dynamic. At that yes. end, they felt they felt real, like the pillow toss, like oh, right in the face. You know? I loved, yeah, I, I I loved more than ever in this episode. I loved their the, the Kara Alex dynamic. Yeah, the, the conversations, the very sisterly rapport that they've been building mm-hmm. up. I think that partly that comes from the writers seeing that in them and, and wanting more of that. But I also think just the two of them getting to know each other better as actors. I think so. They can too. play off each other better and I think that they're doing phenomenal work. I think there. so too. Like that, you know, like hope we get fat. You're like, not on this planet. Exactly. You know? That was so great. Yeah, that was so nice, great. Which is even and it's a very nice loop around from the beginning of the yes, episode it is. with the sticky buns. Yes, and yes. All that stuff. Um loved it. That's all very well played. I did write down they said, don't watch Homeland without me. And, she said, yes. and, I, and I wrote down, well, aren't they going to be surprised when they watch Homeland and they see David Harewood? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. That's gonna, absolutely true. Aren't they going to be surprised? Yeah. Which leads precedent to my Martian Manhunter shapeshifting things because definitely Martian Manhunter definitely watched Homeland and went, I like the look of that guy. Hmm, David and, Estes, and, and director that, of the CIA. Right. And hmm. that's where Hank Henshaw comes from. <laughs> <laughs> he led, I like the look of that guy. Right. I'm going to be him. That's yeah. cool. I'm good with that. Yeah, um, I'm going to. I'm gonna be so happy <laughs> if that's right. If that's true, I'm gonna be so happy. And I, I thought that was. I was like, wow, they said the name of another show, and I was like, oh wait, it's on Showtime, and CBS and Showtime are owned by the same company, so they can do that. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. didn't know why. Yeah. I was like, it's impressive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, yeah it, was, it was interesting. Um, <laughs> All right, a promo for next week. Promo for. Oh wait, before we do that, okay. Uh, there was a Cat Grant quote of the week this week, and that was, and that was, it's like. It's like riding a bike in childhood trauma. You never really, it never really goes away. I did like that. <laughs> I did like that. Just like about writing. Um, I thought that was that needs to be mentioned because last week we had the you know last time I go drinking with Ruth Bader Ginsburg at nine a.m. Yeah, she does have. She like, has these like the quippy quotes every week. 
That's why she's the best character on the show. She's one of the yeah. yeah. I, she actually might be like the most like yeah. But but I'm really Alex is really growing on me. In the I like pilot, Alex. I thought Alex was a little bit flat in the pilot, but she in the episode since I have I completely th- changed my I mind. Think about that might that. also be just be part of her character because she is this you know. Um, she's a new she's a new character they've invented for the show and they are trying to find oh, their footing with her that's not what I meant at all oh okay actually it wasn't talking from a writing standpoint oh sorry I sorry, mean, sorry like, go ahead. as the character herself she's rigid because that's her job you know okay I mean? yeah. She's, yeah she's an agent she's serious it's business it's this she's a scientist and, and so as we get to know her better uh, as the show goes on because she's almost warming up to us as yep. an audience yep. you know what I mean that kind of that kind of back and forth, um, so yes, so that's what I think. But um, promo for promo for next week. Next week, no villains in the promo. None. That was my. That was the first thing I noticed when I watched. There are no villains in this promo. Nope. Uh, we're trying to hit a different audience now. Uh, maybe it was. You know, I'm noticing that the U.S. promos versus the Canadian promos. Uh, the, the U.S. promos are, are very much more focused on the love triangle mm-hmm. and on like oh, silly Kara seeing saying silly thought. Oh, damn it! Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> now you're out too. Silly Kara saying silly things like what a silly girl. Um, can't you relate to her? Uh, that that seems to be what they're doing on the U.S. promos, but the Canadian promos are a lot more like action and villains and blah. Like, like you know, it's a Do lot they more. Say like, it like that? No, oh, but okay. they might as well. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I find that. So did you watch the Canadian promo for this episode? Cause I, I haven't seen it for this episode yet. Uh, well, then what are you talking I'm about? I'm last, ep- last week, last week, um, last week for the, for the current, for the episode we just saw. Yeah. The, the it was like, Reactron is here. And the U.S. one was like, <laughs> sticky buns. Oh, like, see, that's interesting because yeah. I saw the Reactron video. Okay. Okay. But I didn't see the st- uh, sticky okay. buns. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Maybe so, I'm watching so, Canadian promos and I don't know it. Maybe you are. But now. This so I saw the CBS promo for for this upcoming episode, and it was it was um, it was. You're right, no villains, no villains. Uh, I'm interested to see when the Canadian promo does come out. You know what will it be? Will it be? Will we see villains in that one? Are, are, are there just maybe, fewer? Is there less of a villain focus in this upcoming episode? Maybe know. they're doing this thing where she actually doesn't fight somebody every episode. Maybe, maybe. I would actually that be would very. Be, that would be a welcome surprise, honestly. You know, I would be because I've said before. I've said on, on uh, other podcasts, and I've said with you. I don't know if I've ever said on this podcast that some of my favorite superhero stories are the ones where they don't fight anybody. Yeah, me too. But they, doesn't they, necessarily have. But to it's be. about character growth for me. I'm more yeah. interested in that than a yeah. fight scene, and so which is why I like this show because yes. it's very interesting. It it's very, very yes. interested in character yes. growth. Um, the fight scenes are secondary, which I, they still need to be good and have reason and logic. But I'm more interested in growth, um, just as a as a from a writing standpoint. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't. I'll be very curious to see what happens next week. Yeah, me too. Or maybe there's some big reveal and they don't want to show us in the trailer. That's uh, that's the other thing that I am I am thinking. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. Who knows? Very possible. Yeah. So there we go. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, thanks again to our sponsors, Supergirl TV, In Stock Trades, and DCBS for their support. Uh, once again, for the podcast to speak. Uh, if you want to find us on Twitter, we are at TV Supergirl. Uh, you can live tweet along with us on the East Coast for new Supergirl episodes uh, every Monday. Uh, and and get news throughout the week about what's going on with the show. 
SupergirlTVTalk.com is where we post this podcast and the show notes as well as our reviews now from Corinne every week. Uh, SupergirlTVTalk at gmail.com is the best way to send us your, your long-form feedback other than your tweets um, and, and tell us what you think of each episode and you know some of your theories and what you thought about what we had to say, if you agree with us, disagree with us. Um, who do you think Hank Henshaw is? Is he a Martian Manhunter? Is he uh, Cyborg Superman? Is he somebody else altogether? Uh, tell us what you think. Please send us your iTunes reviews uh, if you find us on iTunes. Um, that is a uh, a great way to support the show. Um, we've been the number one Supergirl podcast on iTunes, and we want to we want to be back there and stay there. So please, please uh, be sure to uh, send us your iTunes reviews or just a rating. You know, five star rating is is always always appreciated. Uh, recommend us on the Overcast app. Great way to to promote the show as well. Find us on the Satchel Media Player and Google Play Store. Um, all great places to find the show. So many places to interact with us. It's it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm out. You're I'm out. out. You're out. We should get more. Mm. But we're out. But we're out. All right. All right. Well, we'll be back next week to talk about another episode of Supergirl. But until then, goodbye, good luck, and up, up, and away. <laughs> 